right, everybody, I'm back. It's Robin O'Neill here on me reading stuff. How is everybody today? Uh, let's see, what's going on? Let me, let me talk to you a little bit about me. Today, I had big plans for today. I was trying last night to start the perfect schedule for myself, have a routine, follow it, um, no matter what kind of thing, you know, because for a while, a few months back, I had one, you know, where I was going to bed at a certain time and waking up. This didn't last that long, but when I did adhere to the schedule that I planned, it was beautiful. It really did work for me. And I think all of you guys who listen, if you're artists or writers, you all understand this uh, struggle. I've had it, I don't know that I've had it for a long time because really I used to just work all the time and I didn't allow anything else into my life. But now that I really want to have some sort of balance, it's more challenging for me to figure this out. Uh, to, you know, to do things like exercising, make sure I set aside email time, lunch time, dinner time, relaxing time. So it, that used to be simple. You just draw all day and you're, you've got it made. But now, okay, so let me look at the schedule. Here is, well, let me first tell you what I did do today. Here's what I did do. My alarm went off at seven. That was when I wanted to get up, change that to eight because my stomach hurt and I had a headache. Okay, so already not a great start. Then Damien woke up and said, do you want to get up? And I said, wake me up in an hour. So then he did wake me up in an hour with coffee, which was so great and nice of him from a coffee place. Like I got it, you know, a huge coffee. I loved it. Decaf, of course. So that got me up. That's one way you can always get me up. So I got up, enjoyed that, made some breakfast. Not for me, for Damien, because I didn't want to eat because I was still feeling weird. And then I come out to my studio. I kind of get ready. Oh, I took a shower. That was good. And put on some decent clothes that are comfortable yet. I'm going to say cute. I don't know <laughs> what to call them. They felt cute. They feel cute to me. They probably look like, you know, disgusting, but whatever. I, I'm loving this shirt. I'm loving my pants. Okay. I even put on shoes. Okay, I put on shoes today. That means business when I put on a pair of shoes. I'm like, okay, here we go. Not that that means I'm gonna go run track and field. It just means something. I don't know what it means, but it's it's serious business when I put on shoes. So at this point, it's probably only 10.30 maybe, and I'm, I'm getting some stuff done in the studio. Not drawing yet, but well, kind of drawing. I'm, I'm preparing for a show, so I was listening to this short documentary documentary about Guernica and and th translating Guernica's messages into my own brain and into my own imagery and my notebook and stuff and um it's going well but I'm only like 10 minutes not even I I swear I might only be <laughs> three minutes into this documentary I can check because I still have it um here let's see I am I'm a minute and 26 seconds into this documentary on Picasso's Guernica. So, well, you know what? Kudos to me because the notes I have for that minute and 26 seconds are outrageous. You would think that I just watched a 10-hour, you know, film about it. So, 
Anyway, I was feeling good. And then all of a sudden, my body just said, what is going on? So I had to go lay down. I went to my yarn room, which is super cute and cozy. So my, and the windows were open. It's a beautiful day, wind blowing in. And I laid on my little mini couch there and I just passed out. Um, and I think I slept until about 1.30 and then I sort of groggily got up and started to do things. And uh, now it's 3.30. And I'm here talking to you guys. Oh, I did eat an insane bagel. I guess, I don't know if this is a chain or what it is, but in Seattle, there's a Blazing Bagels is what it's called. And oh my God, Damien's introduced them to me. And I've only gotten to eat like three of them so far, but I'm going to be making trips just to get Blazing Bagels. It's so good. So anyway, I used some of my fresh tomatoes from the garden. I did the bagel, I did a little cream cheese, and I did my fresh tomatoes with a little black salt on top, and it was so delicious. So that's all I've eaten today, and that's all I feel like for right now. But anyway, long story short, big plans today. There was gonna be so much going on today, and clearly that didn't happen. And I'm trying to give myself grace here. Here is the schedule that I've come up with. Now, you guys, let me know if you think this is unrealistic for me. Keep in mind, it used to be that I would get up at like 7.30, get coffee, go directly to the studio, and basically do that until I couldn't like hold a pencil anymore, 3 or 4 a.m. or whatever. And then as I get older, that keeps getting less and less active. Um... But it's really, the main part for me is that it's challenging to go to sleep early. Okay, so here we go. But if you get up early and you exercise and stuff, you start to get tired early, right? So I've just got to get into the swing of it. If anybody has any advice for me, reach out. Cindy Long, that means you. You're always my hero as far as all things, anything goes for that matter. All right, so here's the schedule that I have come up with. 7 to 7.45, wake up slash exercise. 7.45 to 8.15, you're gonna eat. I don't even think all of that take, long, take that long, but eat, maybe make your first coffee. 8.15 to 8.45, shower and get ready for the day, get dressed. Um, 8.45 to 9.15, we're gonna do admin. That means, you know, just get your emails taken care of. If you have to order more paper or supplies, order that, get that shit. Or if you gotta call the doctor and make an appointment, that should be taken care of then. Now, oftentimes admin in my day is, you know, two hours. There's a lot in there that I'm trying to pretend is only gonna last till 9.15, 9.30, but if I can get it done then, and the more I schedule that in and just do it daily, the easier that will be. So let's hope I can do that. And, I, and again, I used to have big email problems. I'm getting a lot better. So I feel like I can handle that. All right, and then 9.15 is the golden moment. That's when you start drawing, thank God. So 9.15 to 12, to noon that is, I draw. And then I'm giving myself a full hour for lunch, which is also unheard of. But here's why, it says noon to one, lunch and read or slash look at art books. Okay, so I definitely need to, this is a gift I'm giving myself. I love when I actually give myself scheduled time to just sit with books, whether it be read them or look at them. Um, I read at night every night, but that's when I read, but 
to have a little time and a little time away, I think would be good for me. And I have a little picnic table outside my studio, go out there and do it if I want to. I should utilize that more, you know? Um, and then one to six draw. Sometimes it'll be one to, let's see. No, yeah, wait, what did I say? One to six draw. Um, I have six o'clock garden slash dinner. So, cause gardening in the summer takes a long time with all the vegetables and flowers and stuff I've got going. So that will change in the winter, but for now it takes quite a while. So, all right, that's pretty good. And then 7.30 to 9.30, relax slash TV slash movies slash crochet. That's when I do all of that. Okay, two hours a night, that's pretty good, right? Some people can, can't do that. I can't normally do that, but I wanna try. 9.30, this sounds outrageous. This sounds like I'm a toddler to me. Okay, nine, but it also sounds appealing. 9.30, get ready for bed slash prepare for tomorrow. The thing that I love to do is put out the specific bowl I love to make my oatmeal in. Put that out, put the oatmeal packaging thing out and the measuring cup so that I look at that when I first wake up or now it'll be after I exercise. And you see, okay, it's already out. How can you say no to oatmeal when it's sitting out there for you so cute? When you very cutely put that out there the night before like a grown ass woman. So there you go. That's what I mean by, oh, and I also put out my, I do this all the time. I put out my exercise clothes, put those out. So it's easy access to just get those on and start doing that. So anyway, and then from 10 to 10.30, 10.45-ish, read. And 11 o'clock is the absolute lights out time. So that is what I'm trying hard to do. I don't know why I just explained all of this to you guys, but it is sort of plaguing me and getting on my nerves that I can't get this under control. Uh, but again, I did recently and that was really good. And that's when I was losing weight and feeling really good and having more energy and all of that. So if any of you guys have this figured out, it's here's what I believe is that every one of you out there listening to this has already figured this out because this feels very immature of me. Honestly, it does. I, I feel the immaturity just like in my pores here. It's like, what? why have you not figured this out? Like my dad and mom, I've never known them to not have this figured out. They, they do this every single day perfectly. So I don't know. I don't want to blame being an artist. I don't think that's necessarily what it is. I think it's just me and I think it's, I have a disease of obsession and I also have a refusal to want to go to sleep. So anyway, we'll see how it goes. Um, and again, uh, any comments, welcome. So this week, you guys, we had a request from somebody very special, listener, friend to the show. I shouldn't say listener of the show, friend of the show, Tyler Bright Hilton. Now we have mentioned Tyler before on the show. Um, and let me put a little note here to make sure I'm gonna link you guys to Tyler's uh, website and Instagram so you can check out his beautiful, beautiful artwork. I love his, I even own a piece of art from Tyler and He's also uh, just intimidatingly intelligent. And so anytime I'm talking back and forth with him, I feel like I'm not really worthy to be. I don't know why he gives me the time of day, to be honest with you, but I'm loving that he does. And he reached out with a special request. And he said, I don't know if you take requests for me reading stuff. And in my head, the second I read that, I go, I don't. <laughs> so fuck you, Tyler. <laughs> just kidding. No, but I really, I don't normally take requests, but 
Then I read on and it said, I something like, I'm paraphrasing, I want to hear something about death. Now you got, now we're talking, Tyler. Thank you. So anyway, immediately a rush of many poems came into my brain and I thought, How, okay, this is great. I don't know if I'm going to be able to narrow it down by Thursday. And I ended up narrowing it down, I think, although I have a lot of backups here. So thank you, Tyler, for reaching out with that request. That was a very fun one for me to contemplate all week. So I really appreciate it. And it makes me feel good to know that someone that I respect is still listening to this podcast and, you know, gives a shit what I read on here. So I really appreciate it. So here's what I am going to be reading in the theme of Tyler's request, Death. This is from the book, What the Living Do by Mary Howe, Marie Howe, excuse me. And it's 1998, it was published, W.W. Norton book. I'm gonna put a link in the description so everybody can go buy that at their favorite independent bookseller. And um, without further ado, I'm, I'm re reading the title track, we'll call it. This poem is called What the Living Do. Johnny, the kitchen sink has been clogged for days. Some utensil probably fell down there and the Drano won't work but smells dangerous, and the crusty dishes have piled up, waiting for the plumber I still haven't called. This is the everyday we spoke of. It's winter again. The sky is a deep, headstrong blue, and the sunlight pours through the open living room windows because the heat's on too high in here and I can't turn it off. For weeks now, driving or dropping a bag of groceries in the street, the bag breaking, I've been thinking, this is what the living do. And yesterday, hurrying along those wobbly bricks in the Cambridge sidewalk, spilling my coffee down my wrist and sleeve, I thought it again. And again later when buying a hairbrush. This is it. Parking. Slamming the car door shut in the cold. What you called that yearning. What you finally gave up. We want the spring to come and the winter to pass. We want whoever to call or not call. A letter, a kiss. We want more and more and then more of it. But there are moments walking when I catch a glimpse of myself in the window glass, say the window of the corner video store, and I'm gripped by a cherishing so deep for my own blowing hair, chapped face, and unbuttoned coat that I'm speechless. I am living. I remember you. Oh my God. Well, I love this poem. I'm not sure if I am right about this or not, but I think I remember learning that this was written for her brother who died. Um, but yeah, I love this take on death, is thinking about these banal annoyances that we deal with daily as living beings. <laughs> and uh, it's just what it is to be alive. But yeah, this is a very, also, hello, shout out to the corner video store in this, in this poem, 1998. Love, love that. There's just a lot I love about this. And also waiting for the plumber I still haven't called. That's pretty much everything. Like right now I'm like, man, why hasn't my optometrist gotten my glasses ready for me yet? Oh, maybe it's because you haven't fucking called them yet and gone and dropped these off to get a new prescription in them, you dummy. Um, anyway, that's beside the point. You know, I'm gonna read my second choice, also for you, dear Tyler. This is, uh, this is Rilke. This is the Duino Elegies. It's a book with both the Duino Elegies and the Sonnets to Orpheus, edited and translated by Stephen Mitchell. 
Um, this is a vintage books paperback and I will put a link in the description so you guys can buy it. I don't know. I think a poet, a scholar in poetry would say to me, what are you doing reading this part of the sonnets to Orpheus? This has nothing to do with death. I don't know if it does or not. Listen, I love this book, both of these books um, or poems, but I don't know them in a very intellectual way. I know them in a gut way. And I know that I've marked on this page a lot and remembered it when Tyler asked me to read about death. So let's just read it and let's see what we think. This is the Sonnets to Orpheus by Rilke. This is, let me do quick, Roman numerals, 27. Oh, thank God I knew that. Okay, 27. Does it really exist, time, the destroyer? When will it crush the fortress on the peaceful height? This heart, which belongs to the infinite gods forever, when will the demiurge violate, violate it? Are we really as fate keeps trying to convince us, weak and brittle in an alien world? And childhood, with all its divining voices, is it later down to its first root stilled? Uh, the ghost of the transient moves through the open, innocent heart like a summer cloud. As who we are, desperate, driving, we still matter among the abiding powers as a use of the gods. All right, still not sure. Still not sure if that's actually about death, but I know the first one was. I know Marie House, What the Living Do was. <laughs> So I hope I also was so tempted to read Annabelle Lee by Edgar Allan Poe, which I have read on this podcast before without any embarrassment. Um, I mean, I love Annabelle Lee. And so anyway, highly recommend for those of you that haven't read it for whatever reason. I remember learning it in seventh grade and having to memorize it, which I loved do they still do that? I hope to God in regular old public schools, people still have to learn and, and memorize poems. We had to memorize quite a bit, actually, I remember. Um, but Annabelle Lee was one I remembered. Uh, I memorized and perf not performed, but <laughs> whatever it is, spoke out loud to everybody. The Bells by Poe also. I wonder if we got to choose some of those, though, because that sounds very like, I mean, I think I must have chosen those. And then I also had to memorize a lot of Chaucer, believe it or not. And I remember, I still have that. In, I could say that in my sleep, some, some parts of Chaucer. Um, Canterbury Tales. And then, what else? Oh, God, there was something else that I loved that I got to memorize some Shakespeare, which I don't remember that well now, which really upsets me. That's somebody, I mean, it really makes me mad how little I know about Shakespeare. It's just something that didn't, I don't know, that, that, that somehow I didn't, I think, I think people who benefit from a life, you know, in theater, they all know Shakespeare so well. And, and other people too. But anyway, for me, that just isn't something that's been a part of my life. But regretfully so. So one day, that's something I should take care of. All right, you guys, this has already been 20 minutes. I have only talked to you about my pathetic attempt at being an adult with my adult schedule. 
I have about a billion things I want to talk to you about. Like I want to tell you about when I went to the Lion King on Broadway and saw Danzig there. I want to tell you guys about how I wear shorts now for the first time in my life and I love them. Um, I, I want to tell you guys about how I just ordered a Kindle, which I haven't gotten yet, but I feel like it betrays everything about me. But then again, I also am so excited about it. I can't even take it. I've also been listening to audiobooks nonstop on Libby. And I love it. I'm finally able to listen to audiobooks. Thank you, Cecile. Uh, I'm growing lettuce indoors with a grow light. So I have fresh salads with the best lettuce I've ever had in my entire life. My eyes aren't working. I suddenly have readers and I need progressive lenses and I'm kind of loving it. Even though it's an, it sucks because it means I'm old, I'm getting old. It also means I can see so beautifully now. Um, and also all of the fucking readers I've gotten are cool as shit. I highly recommend Privé Rouveau, Caddis, and the Sunglasses Museum or Sunglass Museum. I'll put a link in the description to all three of those things. Uh, muffaletta, olive salad spread, whatever you call that. Awesome. Put it on any sandwich. Enjoy it. Uh, let's see. You guys, that's it. I, I could go on and on. But anyway, there's a lot on my mind. There's a lot going on. I have limited energy to share with you. Honestly, I wish I could talk 24 hours a day into this microphone, into your all of your cute little ears. And then I give you a little kiss on the forehead and say thank you very much for being my friend. Um, let's see. But that's it. You guys want to know, uh, what do you guys want to know? You want to know where you can find me if you're new to this podcast? Well, go to my website, robinoneal.com, or go to Instagram, which is getting increasingly annoying by the minute. Does everybody agree? But I'm R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L on there. And what else? The best way, if you want to know how you can support me and this podcast, uh, the best way you can do that is to just hop onto my website and maybe you want a me reading stuff sweatshirt. Maybe you want a me reading stuff sticker. They're only like $2.50 or $3 or something. Uh, maybe you want a beautiful modalier, my version of a chandelier slash mobile. Maybe you want that. Maybe you just want to say nice thoughts about me in your head, prayer-like, and wish me well, health-wise. Maybe you want to do that. Those are some ways you can do that. Maybe you can eat a pickle in my honor. Maybe you can put your phone in the other room and enjoy a night free of a smartphone for me. That would make me feel good to know that you're doing that. I don't keep, I haven't been keeping my phone anywhere near me and I'm loving it. Anyway, you guys, I love you. You love me. I feel that. I feel it and I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Take, take very good care of yourselves. Good night and goodbye.